0: Yes, it's a Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. And now the hosts of Science Patrol, Rich Conroy and Pat Rooney. Hello, and welcome once again to the Science Patrol, your Ultraman podcast. My name is Rich Conroy. With me, as always, the lovely and talented Mr. Patrick. Hey, everybody, how are you? Patrick, we're back in action after some uh, terrible technical uh, difficulties, nonsensory things. Yeah. Some of us don't have FiOS. We won't know names. Some of us don't. Some of us have been. Uh, some of us would love to have FiOS, but are annoyed with the whole. Oh yeah, it's only thirty dollars a month, and then another thirty for the yeah. modem, and another thirty Turns out for it. you like, more than that. hey, you know what, yeah. jerks? Just <laughs> yeah. All right. Don't worry. Uh, I'm sure municipal broadband is right around the corner. Yeah. No. No <laughs> shot. No, no, shot. no, no, no. no. <laughs> all right. That's okay. Um, we're going to keep on keeping on. We're going to cover right now. Uh, it is episode 13 of Ultraman Zet. This is I'll Feast on Metals. Yes. Uh, the coin monster Kanagon appears before Haruki. The money eating monster is hungry. And of all things, it eats Haruki's Ultra Metals. Looking back on Zet's past adventures. Haruki must find a way to get the Ultra Metals back from Kanegon's stomach. So even basically with the what we're saying here really. is,
1: recap a episode a flip show. Yeah. Yep. Recap show. All right. I mean, we've said this, so it, we know we're going to be repeating ourselves a lot. I liked the way they set up the recap show. Yeah, I don't like the fact that now we
0: have two different recap shows. Well, the one of them we didn't actually really have to watch because it was like the special episode, and you're like, okay, that's fine. I wonder and I thought they were going to get away with not giving us a recap show. That's like, what I thought as well. Yeah. yeah. How, how foolish we were. <laughs> um fair, fair. But at least there was reasoning behind this recap show because we needed to see Zet and Haruki bond and see why the medals uh, are important. Not only why the medals are important, but why Haruki is wasn't um Bonding with Zed as much because he had doubts about, you know, should I be the straight up killing all these aliens? Is it right. necessary? Right. Right. So um, Haruki is assigned to night duty in the storage headquarters. And uh, on his own, last person to leave was Yoko to go on a date. And she's dressed up in her uh, super hot black leather biker's jacket. Oh, and, God, uh, yes. Oh, God, yeah, yes. That That is one of those. That is one of those. um it's all waters still still waters run deep you know (laughs) (laughs) that is something that is imprinted on my on my dna much like uh norwegian women which i didn't Uh realize until i recently watched uh troll hunter okay um which is i think on youtube and you should watch it if you haven't because it's fantastic Mm -hmm. um it's like a found footage movie uh, I hate those. No, I don't like them either. But just bear with me here, okay. because I will tell you what: when they're done right, and this is done right, these guys follow this guy who they think is an illegal bear poacher. Okay. So they're they're following, him and the guys like, oh, I don't want to talk to you. Like, you guys should, you know, sod off and, right, and right. go bother somewhere else. And they're like, no, we got we got to follow him because we think he's a bear poacher, and we're going to get it all on camera for our oh, student film, the right? Lord. And then they fight him in the middle of the woods one night and they hear these terrible noises and he comes running past. He's like, Troll! And this (laughs) troll comes out of the woods, this giant, like, uh, you know, the the 22-foot thing with three heads. And they're like, oh, no. And then the whole rest of the thing is how they travel around with him, learning how the job of a troll hunter is basically just government bureaucracy because Uh. they don't want – the government is aware of them, but they don't want people to know that it's trolls.
1: I got you. I well, got that's you. A really good.
0: But anyway, The Sound Girl is this, it's a Norwegian movie, um, and The Sound Girl okay. is just stunning. And I realized uh, that, like, that is imprinted on my DNA because my growing up, my friend across the street's father had a Norwegian uh, second wife, and he had a hot you. Norwegian uh, stepdaughter. Or uh, uh, he, he had a hot Norwegian stepsister, I should say and i was like oh gotcha. apparently those those are still buttons that get pushed fairly easily
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> didn't know that good yeah. to know yeah tall
1: blonde curvy yeah okay
0: <laughs> yeah yeah she a, you can't even tell you just see her face in most of it because they're oh it's norway so they're always wearing jackets you know like right no, it's freezing yeah, yeah. even inside they're all wearing jackets and sweaters it's you know but uh yeah it's a, it's a really fun movie um okay i'll have to take but anyway yeah back in back to the ultra matter at hand um so uh appears out of nowhere and he's like i'm hungry oh i'm gonna eat those and somehow he can see the Zet holder um and right of course yeah after uh a, a very comical wrestling match he eats all of the ultra metals, and uh he's like oh so haruki's like just like Peering in his mouth, chasing them with a vacuum
1: <laughs> and a magnet. Don't forget yeah, the, the magnet.
0: Oh, the, ma- the magnet. Yeah, <laughs> the magnet's great. Like he's like, I'm gonna rub this magnet, and gun's like, that tickles. Stop. <laughs> and you're like, all right, well, and if we're I gonna go for silly, you, you might as well get to silly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So he's he he was like, I need those because they're to help me fight monsters as Ultraman and um like oh wow you're ultra man he's like go keep it on the down low please i'm at work Uh, yeah not everybody knows yeah it's like when you somebody finds out you're in a band and you're like i don't tell everybody at work because this is not the place you know you really do stand-up comedy don't let anybody know yeah (laughs) i don't need that i don't need that at my show um so haruki just starts to talk about how he how he got the metals uh, allowing him to merge with set and then assuming the alpha uh, i'm sorry the alpha edge um, yeah, alpha form. you got
1: to put that r in i alpha do alpha edge alpha edge
0: <laughs> alpha edge
1: exactly um, exactly
0: and then Kinegon, um sneezes or bursts. sneezes, sneezes. or no, this one was and, yeah sneeze. that's right and then he spits up three ultra metals that happen to make up that form Right Chocolate. then, Heba, yeah, Heba appears and he's like, "Oh, bless you." Uh, I heard somebody sneezing in here, and he's like, "Oh, well, that's just me. I'm hanging out in here." And he's <laughs> like, "What? Are, what is that thing?" He's like, i oh, sleeping bag." And he goes, "Of course, you're not going to sleep in the hangar, are you?" He's like, "No, no, no. Just airing it out, you know." So he uh, picks up, you know, he like kind of picks up and drags Ken out of the room, yeah, and then we which... <laughs> our point of view switches over to Hebukorah. Where he starts wistfully whistling about um, the the robots that Storage uses.
1: Of course, of course. Right. That way, we and get he, some robot footage.
0: Mm-hmm. And of course. Like, oh, so maybe we can even surpass Ultraman one day. Um, and uh, so that allows the, you know we can we can have a little uh, backdrop from another character's perspective. Of course. Uh, and then we are reminded that. Celebro's ultra metal recipe Mm. notes were taken by um were taken by hippocore but he throws them away um then um let's see here Uh, in the control room haruki recalls the the beta smash version and his newfound guilt of killing monsters after realizing that sometimes Mm. they mean no harm despite their massive sizes being dangerous to civilization of course Um, of course right now then Haruki gains the beta smash medals after Kanegon sneezes them into Yuka, um, who was there doing work late. It came back because right. she was excited to still be dissecting something. Right. And basically, after Kanegon, I think this was the burp. But Haruki said, "Oh no, no, no that was, was definitely practice- another sneeze. I think. I think it was no, still another pra- sneeze." He
1: said he had to practice his sliding or his diving or whatever, so that way he would hit the floor. So that's why I thought it was a burp because that would be oh. at least close to the same sound. A sneeze wouldn't even sound like that.
0: Could be sure, um, uh, but uh, so you know he gets those back, and so she's there. Um, so oh, I'm so excited to be doing this research. Blah blah blah. Um, and um so she starts talking to haruki and meanwhile candy trying to sneak out in a rather <laughs> very very slapstick manner yeah, behind yeah Haruki's holding the refrigerator door open like trying to block the block the, the view of her. seeing but, her yeah. yeah and she's still rattling <laughs> off and she's like did you know that uh the monster oh uh, that grigio is a woman or is a girl monster and he's like yeah no yes no yes no like <laughs> <laughs> And so, yeah, um, this is all very, very slapstick, which I
1: thought yeah, was very cool. I like there's the a bit of did.
0: trivia about that that we were starting to get into. Um, um, oh, where is it? It's a Japanese pun that plays out when Yuka tells Haruki about Grigio Raiden's gender. She tells um, him that Grigio is female. Right. Haruki replies with K, which is a homophone for male. In Japanese, oh, I you can then shout to him while repeating her statement no it's a female, female. now if you don't speak japanese uh, you're gonna miss that completely. On because it's yeah it's lost in translation that's fine
1: and that's happens.
0: just fine we it's understand okay.
1: we don't speak japanese right <laughs>
0: um so then uh when she leaves haruki finally tells the details of gamma future um Oh, you know what I really like is when they do the beta smash, um, Kenny gone freaks out. He's like, God, oh, it's the red guy. And he's like, <laughs> what are you talking about? And he's like, no, nothing. It must have just been my imagination. Um, and that's because of Red Man, uh, Right. The, the little five-minute
1: vignettes that you've told us about dozen yeah, times. Yeah, <laughs> where basically
0: monsters are just wandering around, minding their own business, and this ultra-type character just comes along and brutally murders them. <laughs> so I... I, because I don't get just it. because yeah, there's no reason. <laughs> there's apparently a comic that um somebody just started doing a red man comic in America, okay. And to try to sort of explain what's happening, and it's oh God no, <laughs> I don't remember if the explanation is it's monster hell, or oh uh, this right. guy's this guy's purgatory or something like that. Oh good that he's, Lord, he's been sent to the afterlife and he has to kill all these monsters or something. i don't i, I have not read it yet but no. it's something i have to see if i can find if they put it into a uh, graphic form novel for form yet oh no it's it's yeah. de- it's an american publication oh okay okay yeah i just don't know if it's um i don't know how far along I've gotten i should probably just have the comic store order it for me um okay i yeah. i know
1: um, i understand i understand yeah, yeah. you can't get everything all the time it's just the way it is well where would you put it not only that, where would you put it, but how would you pay for it? Well, it's always that. M. Um.
0: So then, there's leaves, enough space to put shit. You just can't buy it all. Yeah, there isn't enough space broke. either. Because there's plenty of things I'd like that I can't find. I have no room for Ma- mainly a treadmill. I'd really like a treadmill. I'm See if I had to no, figure out.
1: Where. I had a spin bike for a while, and I never used it, and
0: ah. just got rid of it. Yeah, that would have been good oh. too. Eh, well, whatever. I'll figure exactly. something out. Um then uh, as he's talking about Gamma Future to his horror, uh Kanagon's like, I gotta get to the bathroom and goes in and can't open the stall door and then you hear <laughs> you hear um just the gooey kablooey. The and, release. <laughs> uh, yeah, the release. Thank you. Um, the release. <laughs> yeah, just like just like when they were trying to get Kanagan to do yoga. Yep, like you, yep. uh, you feel the release if you can do that. <laughs> and at the end, he's like, you know, I felt the release. I let it all out. <laughs> he's like, yeah, that's great.
1: Thanks. that's great thanks thanks for sharing we needed that information
0: thanks, thank you for <laughs> delivering me monster poopy medals thank you so much <laughs> exactly thank you it's like if your kid eats a nickel when they're little and you're like oh no 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 we gotta wait for the nickel
1: <laughs> we've all been there we've yeah the, all doctors, been there. the doctors are
0: always like yeah, it'll come out don't worry it'll come out just let us know if it doesn't but it should come out what frightens <sighs> me is when they eat a quarter and they get you two dimes and a nickel. That's what uh, worries. when they start making change. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> concerning. I, I get an upset imagine. stomach at twenty five pennies. You know, do <laughs> you know, oh, I asked for? I asked for two dimes and a nickel and change the other day when I was getting something so I could take the Parkway to work. Right. And the guy's like, "Here's your quarter," and I was like, "No, I need two dimes and a nickel." He's like, "Yeah, but it was twenty-five cents change," and I'm like, "Oh God, thank you, thank you." Yep, yep. I'll just, you know what? I'll spend the extra ten cents on the parkway. Thank you. Yes, (laughs) I'll just put in seventy-five cents and and eat the dime. Okay, fine. (sighs) That's okay.
1: And you try to explain how math works,
0: and nope, no, no. I did not. No, I did not. I was like, you know what? I do not have my life. I'm I am fifty. I do not yep. have the time to deal with knuckleheads anymore.
1: <laughs> I understand. I, I choose
0: me. I choose my time wisely at this point. Exactly. I have I have Ultraman to watch and podcast to record and things. <laughs> I'm like not gonna that.
1: fight over a dime. I'm not right.
0: gonna do it. <laughs> yeah. Conagon oh, <yeah>. <laughs> leaves the storage base not long after that while Zet reconciles with Haruki as uh he now understands Haruki's feelings, admitting that there's still a lot of things he doesn't know about Earthlings and his host. Right, um, right. I think I'm wondering if we'll see on again because they was like, oh, see you soon, and you're like foreshadowing? Perhaps. I'm going to say no because I
1: don't think they want to do another clip episode, and that's all that this turned out to be was just a
0: clip episode. No, he doesn't I have didn't have, have come a back problem for with a clip episode.
1: No, but how else would you use Kanagon?
0: That's basically, I don't know, maybe he eats something important. Oh, that he, he right, did. Speaking of eating something important, he, um, uh, at one point he's like, Oh, I'm really hungry. And how looks down and there's like an odometer. Yeah. On his, <laughs> a yen- somewhere on his yenometer. body. And a yenometer. Right. And, uh, so he goes. Hold on, and he goes to somebody's locker. I don't know if it's his or somebody else's. Probably but he not. He gets like a coffee can. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> We're going to see that in an episode. Like, hey, Haruki, I was keeping my uh, Square keeping jar, my change jar in uh, in there. Yeah, well, I, like I posted, it's not a swear jar. It's Haruki's K jar. Okay, <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's, full of, it's full of yen. So he goes here. Take this, and he holds up one coin, and Kanga's like, "Oh, fantastic!" <laughs> grabs the a can, a can and just. Let me bring back older. a term from the 70s. a lugs it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you just see the counter going, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> and I, I, I got to watch the original episode of Ultra Q and see if that's in there. Okay. I, imagine, I imagine it is because it's I a would very think old school counter. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It was a very, very, I mean, an actual
1: analog. Analog, counter. yeah.
0: Nice, right at the same time. Good times. <laughs> um, so then... Uh, Herky, um comes back and he finds a bowl of instant yakisoba left to him by Yoko. Yes, yeah. Thus, endeth of the episode. But we do see in the credits um extra footage. Let's be dropping my ring twice. I'm going to put it down. Um, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that would be helpful. You want people <laughs> with headphones on are like, dude, ow, Jesus. <laughs> um, uh, we see him waking up, having fallen asleep on his. At his desk, uh, with the Okasawa. And of course, uh, obviously shot a little bit too much for the episode. Didn't make it into the edit, but they thought it was nice to have in the end. Which just was cute enough, yes. Yep, it was
1: just cute enough.
0: All right, now let's do our trivia real quick, then we'll go to our monster minute. Go for it. The fandom joke that Ultraman Beta Smash resembles Red Man, of course, is referenced when Kinegon yells out in terror about the red guy before right. saying that it was his imagination. Um, I still think he, oh, he does look like Red Man, but he, he looks a lot like Zayas too. Um, okay. I'm surprised they didn't do some sort of toothbrush reference. Um, the stance that Ultraman Zet performs with Haruki in the inner space is called the cross-touch, a sign of bonds that the original Ultraman Zet offers in the Ultraman Day special movie, which we saw. Okay. Um, the instant yakisoba that Yoko leaves for Haruki is a reference to Guy Kuranai, particularly the name of the product um, for a Yokisoba, Yoki Soba, uh, literally Wanderer Yakisoba. And to an ah. extension, it is a a reference to Guy preparing Yakisoba where he learned gotcha. in the episode Justice Out of Control. Okay. Where that guy teaches him like, oh, I'll teach you how to make it. Come on. Um, and then there's the Japanese pun, of course. And uh, let's do our Kinegon Monster Minute. No, nope. why did you go to Seven I don't know. I don't know. I got fat fingers. That's why. I can tell you that right
1: now. <laughs> no, what fine. happened? Yeah, that's fine. I don't know.
0: No, it keeps going. I thought your fingers. I, really, I really have fat fingers. This is ridiculous. <laughs> I got to get a, a, a stylus for on this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get a, a finger slimming, a digit slimming operation. It's going to be good. Sure, sure. That'll yeah. work. <laughs> so he is a kaiju. His height is two meters. His weight is 200 kilos. Homeworld is planet Earth. Um, let's see. His first appearance is the Ultra Q episode 15, Kanigan's Cocoon, And this is his latest feature. A kaiju born from a transformed boy greedy for money. Money uh, is his favorite food, which he regularly eats. He dies when the counter on his left part of his chest goes to zero. Okay. Um. Which is uh which is pretty heavy stakes if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. You
1: better eat this money or you're going to die. Oh, right? It's not.
0: I love. Did you notice that his mouth is a zipper? I did not notice that part. Yeah, his mouth not it, it, there's little pull tabs on his mouth that look like barbels from uh like a Catfish, okay. But there's zipper poles, because his face is supposed to be like a purse. Uh yeah. And his teeth are zippers. Sense.
1: His teeth okay. are zipper
0: teeth. That makes sense completely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, and let's see here. Um, and basically, he uh, one day at a construction site, a group of children were finding valuables <laughs> in the dirt when a man with a bulldozer ran over their bikes. <laughs> wow. Uh, When the children went to recover them, one of them named Kangyan found a small object that had a jingle sound, much like like money. Uh, Later that night, the object grew into a magic cocoon that was releasing coins. However, when the kid went inside the cocoon, it started to swallow him up. The next morning, he woke up to find out he had been transformed into an abomination. With everyone either being frightened or laughing at him, Kanagon could only rely on his friends to help him by giving him coins to eat. Oh, good God, no. Now, I'm not going to get too far into it, because it does spoil the rest of the uh, Ultra Q episode, which we will get to. Okay. Um, okay. But, man, I'm going to watch that probably today, because that sounds fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Uh, hey, here you go. His suit actor... Uh, Sonny Gil Nakamura, which is maybe the greatest name I have ever read on this <laughs> podcast. Sonny Gil Nakamura. Okay, right? sure, sure, That sounds like a guy that your dad goes to the lodge with. Yeah, exactly. Because you yeah, know exactly. who I'm talking about, Sonny, Sonny Gil. Good old Sonny Gil Nakamura. <laughs> yeah, he runs <sighs> the place, he runs the noodle shop. It's awesome. Um, he would later go on to bring a similar child friendly monster to life, Busca. Oh yeah, we've seen Booska a number of times. Yeah, well we we yeah, we saw him in um where did we see Booska? We saw Booska in, in an episode in one of the ultra episodes and I was yes. really shocked because you can't find Booska like anywhere. Oh okay. like you can't find like you can't find any subtitle Booska. I would like to see some. Um but uh kan- is also in a number of episodes of the new series of the 1990 booska booska in special episodes called Canagon Canagon. this was later remade of course in the united states um, as popularized in uh in a 90s sitcom uh Seinfeld Rochelle Rochelle thank you um, oh god no <laughs> I'll
1: be seeing myself out thank you
0: <laughs> <laughs> no problem shut the door uh and make sure you don't let the cat out um exactly <laughs> so we're going to be right back we're going to get to the next episode Oh uh, oh so what did you think of this before I do this even though it was a stock footage episode I Can can't even wrong. be mad I can't no, even be no. mad because they did it they, eased they did it, it well up. Yeah, they Did slipped it, it in on us, and I was like, <laughs> oh, you rascal!" <laughs> and as
1: soon as I saw the first transformation, I'm like, oh, this is just a, a clip episode? Uh, you know what? I'm not mad. I, no. I'm not mad at them. I'm they not. Sl- they, slit, they slipped it in, in so
0: well. <laughs> I thought I was going for a Disney vacation, and I had to sit through a timeshare. <laughs> yeah, timeshare time <laughs> sales. Timeshare le- uh, lecture. Oh, as man. long as they give me the free day
1: at Disney, I'm okay. I'll deal with that. That's right. Hour of
0: sure. no, thank you. Um, but yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. It's the old, the ultra, ultra flim flam. Exactly. I wasn't <laughs> exactly. mad about it. Nope. I, nope. I'm, nope. I'm, I should be. I should be mad about it. But, you know, dang it, guys. You're doing it the right way. You keep making clip episodes like this. I'm in. I'm in.
1: Exactly. Exactly.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that exactly. value-added content is what well. I'm saying. So value-added exactly. content. That's all we're all right. looking for. Yeah. So we're going to be back with the next episode of Ultraman Leo uh, right after these massages. So we are back with more of the science. Uh, we are now going to be covering Ultraman Leo episode, I believe it is, 18, right? 19. Like 19? 19. That's right. That's, behold! Ooh. Behold! Ultra Horror Series, the revival of the Half-Man Fish. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and that is from August 16th, 1974, directed by Toru Toyama, screenplay by Shugabetsu Taguchi, and the special skill director's Shohei Tojo. Uh, viewer rating, 6.6. 6.
1: <laughs> Man,
0: that is tough. That is, That's tough. Bad. That That's is bad. tough to deal with. <laughs> when I see that um, the Ultraman Z is getting really good figures on YouTube. Right, of right. people watching it. Um, and I've seen mostly positive things about it. Okay. Um, the only arguments I see now are the same people who are always like, it's just to sell toys. I won't even watch new stuff. Good. Okay, fine. Don't All watch right, it. See you later. This,
1: yeah. this is what we have to deal with to be able to see the show. We get yeah. it. We don't have if to like it.
0: If you don't like it, that's fine. Yeah. Here's here's something I've learned in the 50 years I've been on this planet. Not everything is made for you. Yeah. Yeah. I know, <laughs> it's a, I know that's a crazy concept. And but here's another part. Everything is made for you. Yeah. Uh, capitalism. Let's sell stuff. Somehow yeah.
1: figure it out and sell stuff. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Unless you want to somehow tax funded Ultraman show, which, you know, uh, which would be interesting. I have to yes. tell you, because it'd be a lot of like, <laughs> hold on. Um, we have to stop fighting this monster to tell you, uh, m- why, uh, why well, you have to or, wear a mask <laughs> yeah, why why why, uh you know why you shouldn't like why you shouldn't have giant explosive gender reveal parties in the middle of a drought or something yeah like exactly. all public service announcements.
1: In, the in the middle of fire of- season yeah yeah, yeah.
0: god <laughs> <laughs> oh man anyhow um let's see it's the 19th episode of ultraman leo can you believe it only 19 episodes in um i know
1: and there's 30 what now 30 no, oh,
0: good 53 oh Oh, god no (laughs) but hey one thing we've learned about Ultraman leo is if you don't like how it's going it'll change it's gonna change soon don't worry something something's gonna happen (laughs) right right now we're just doing horror movie stuff okay you know what i i appreciate
1: the change of pace At least it's not Gen getting beat up by Dan Marboshi just every episode. <laughs> I was watching.
0: I was reading something on an on an Ultraman board the other day, and this guy was going like, "All right, Gen, it's time to get back into that pneumatic nut crushing machine, <laughs> so, so that you can, so that you can learn to defend against Balrog or whatever the hell the made up <laughs> exactly. monster name was." <laughs> Oh, God, no. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, all right, so here's the synopsis. Gan and some friends, his some friends, his girlfriend and her adopted children yes. Um, yes. go to the village of Hokkaido, um, but the village doesn't allow fishing during the Bon Festival. However, alien bows may have been awakened. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh. Yeah, that's a nice short synopsis. Yeah, Um, yeah. Hokkaido uh, is much more rural in 1974 than I thought. I
1: I can't really say anything because I don't know what Japan's like now. So there's no way I'm going to know what Japan was like in the 70s. I'm going to say busy. (laughs) right on down yeah i think they're
0: busy (laughs) that's what it seems to be right now they're very busy i learned yesterday that they have a thing where a holiday in japan falls on consecutive like not consecutive days but if there's like let's say there's a holiday on coming up on tuesday right then there's another holiday that shows up on thursday okay the middle sandwich day automatically becomes a holiday and it's called a people's holiday. Okay. If it just happens to fall that way, but like if one of them falls on say like
1: a Monday and a Friday, you're not getting the rest of the week off.
0: Right. But a couple, a couple years ago, they had a sequence of holidays that fell in to where the whole country was closed for 10 days. (laughs) People were like, wait, what, what do you mean? I can't deal with any of my Japanese clubs. Like they're not there they're on vacation the <laughs> whole place is shut down for 10 days like that's, that's it yeah yeah they have stuff like golden week and silver week and all sorts of crazy stuff so, okay yeah. sure, they have sure. they have week-long national holidays that's we can
1: barely get a day holiday and they yeah. get a week And people in the get whole it. country
0: yeah. yeah yeah that's great. oh god I don't know so now you know granted you know, you're working seventy hours a week most of the other time, but <laughs> right, you know.
1: right. But listen, you're getting a week off paid by the government.
0: Great. Right. Yeah. <sighs> so uh Gen, Momoko, Toru, and Toru's sister, she gets the like yeah. the shortest Toru's end of the, sister. Yeah, the shortest shrift <laughs> available. Toru's sister. Uh they go to Hokkaido. During the night, a man is fishing and pulls up a strange looking monster terrified he beats it to death with his fishing rod i don't think he beat it to death i think he beat it well, back no, that's, to the ocean spoiler he did not beat it to death oh, okay okay remember <laughs> he beats it i was gonna say he beats it bloody because yes. he's playing their bloody. Yes. so the next day they arrive on the island and they're told fishing is not allowed during the bond festival because i think toro and his sister were carrying fishing rods yes um, yes the this guy who I think is supposed to be the mayor. It's right. Short, the guy with like the Mayor's, straw hat and the Hokkaido's Don Ho shows up. Leader. Yeah. yeah like, he's kept a Loha shirt and the... kind of
1: sort of in charge of something, but how nobody really understands, but like, mm-hmm. all right, mayor, whatever you want to say. Can't argue. Yeah. Really can't. Yeah.
0: So, um, they're like, no, you can't. If you do, the sea monster will appear. And Tori says, Oh, don't worry. Getting here is a, is a Mac officer and member of Mac. Yeah. He'll take care of it. The guy's like, really? And, uh, the, this kid shows up and he's like, wow, could you really kill a monster? But then he's chased off by the same, uh, I'm going to call him the mayor or he's just referred yeah, to as okay. a villager in this, but like, you know what? He's enough of a mayor that he's, um, poking he's his nose everybody's, in everybody's business. business. <laughs> 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 right. So the boy runs off and sees the body of Alien bows. There's a flash of lightning, and of course, it revives because we all know monsters eat lightning. Uh, of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> look, bright flash! I'm awake. I just yeah. napping. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, oh, that's fantastic! It could uh, 1.21 gigawatts, and I'm ready yeah. to go. <laughs> um, so uh, the uh, he runs off like, oh my god, we got to get help. He goes to his parents. His father is the fisherman from the night before and he's, of, course. of course we can't say anything don't you tell anybody i was fishing um, <laughs> and he runs off scared just before the fish monster breaks into the house and murders his parents i did and they the, murder the he parents killed them, or... killed him killed okay. him because yeah. at the okay. end of the episode well we'll get there but definitely kills his parents <laughs> killed, flat out kills him not nah. and it, but he does it in the most humorously Non bloody, he's got a big hand and just yeah. slaps him, once slaps him completely, it, it just like
1: knocks him like, right down and I guess right out. Egg,
0: <laughs> egg. Like, oh my god, I was killed <sighs> by the concussive force of a giant fishman hand. Fishman <laughs> hand, that's my new ska band, by the way. There you um, go, yeah. So gen hears the child shouting for help everyone in the village hides because they're all a bunch of sissy people uh um, sissy man. that's right and uh again attacks the kaijin and drives it off um mac arrives of course i don't know why i don't remember him calling in any reinforcements, but he didn't. reinforcements.
1: They just showed up <laughs>
0: not only that they show up in like a sedan and the Mac car, so like of course, they, yeah. They, they, Not just they, like a couple; a whole, half the Mac crew shows up. Yeah, it's a in Japan a event, island. right? So, um, <laughs> also, yeah, they're like they they must have been driving through the night, uh, whatever, however that works. Um, uh, so they obtained a picture of the monster's footprint from a local priest, and Dan identifies it as an alien pose. It right. matches those left in the sand, and Matt goes on patrol but does not use the submarine because of the village's rules. They were like, oh, we could bring the submarine. They're like, nah, village rules, no submarines. And they're like, and- really? <laughs> okay. No, yeah. no, How is that a rule? <laughs> well, we have a no submarine rule in our house, Pat. I'm not sure if you know we are a no-submarine family. Um,
1: uh, you're in no submarine house what is wrong with you you're <laughs> from the nearest ocean what's wrong with you having a submarine in your house
0: <laughs> you never know first off where would i park it that's the problem
1: <laughs> you put it in the driveway
0: <laughs> have you seen my driveway i could i could I maybe know, like put one it, of those but, tiny little james cameron submarines in it yeah still. exactly <laughs> look what good is it if i can't shoot torpedoes that's what i'm saying i know i know um so the boy cleans a rusty harpoon to kill the alien with, Right, which and I sharpens think is pretty. It as well. Oh yeah, because he's like, my dad taught me how to use this, and yeah. he whips it into a tree or a post or something. And the right. other kids are pretty impressed. They're like,
1: I was impressed too. I said, you know what? Yeah. I couldn't get a spear to be that on point. He was right kid there.
0: No, I see what you did there, on point. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> what is he? Ten years old and he can throw something a harpoon? Like that.
1: something like that but i mean if you're the son of a fisherman you're gonna know how to use a spear because that's how you get the fish the bigger fish anyway
0: yeah 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 you know it it could be a it could be a whaling reference probably maybe i don't know yeah Um, absolutely absolutely so um uh several villagers try to sneak out by boat it looks like the mayor and his wife try to sneak out by boat and uh the wife is killed by the alien uh, Their screams alert Mac and the kid who throws his harpoon, wounding the creature. Yes, I yes. was. I was eighty percent sure he was going to hit Gen with it, <laughs> just because. <laughs> just because of the show we're watching. Like now, Gen has to learn some harpoon technique. To... <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> but we'll get to <laughs> what Gen has to learn. Oh God! Oh yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> But yeah, oh. so we, we had a sequence with him training with Morboshi, and I was like, oh, here's the Ultraman Leo, I remember. Like, this is this, what this, is, oh, look, the, Dan Morboshi has got a whip and is
1: using it on Ken.
0: Oh, could oh. <laughs> he? So they, the, um, the, <laughs> yeah.
1: Dan and then Dan he orders. shows him how to fight against the whip by spinning into it. And then flipping the guy that has it over right, right. yeah okay sure sure yeah
0: he's like that's how you do it so he's like, okay, that's great so they Dan says, all right let's get everybody out of the let's evacuate the village which right. means there's gonna be buildings get destruction of course that's, of course. That, that's your hint we're <laughs> evacuating the village no one's gonna be here we're gonna wreck it um, <laughs> And so, because uh, he goes, the next time the alien comes back, he's going to be a giant.
1: Okay. How do you know this? How, how, well, he knows Can you hit he's... that science bell, please? It's just science?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. It, well, everyone knows that fish monsters <laughs> on the third appearance are giant. Of course. What was I thinking? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. God. It's like, it's a, it's a, it's a, um it's a you know like the old trope third time's a charm yeah
1: there's an old the japanese
0: th- yeah there's an old <laughs> japanese saying third time's a giant fisherman so oh god <laughs> no. yeah yeah um i'm surprised you haven't heard that pat um, i've again i'm not japanese yeah, <laughs> i don't know what was true. See? Or... <laughs> so yeah they do the whipping sequence and he's like tell, he gives the whip to again to like oh now you try to whip me and he wraps the whip around himself uh, regaining control of the whip that way, so they're of course um, and interrupted because the yeah
1: the, the monster the shows back up. Well, we we didn't do that yet. Hold
0: on, we're, we're gonna the monster's we're not, not, there, not there, there yet, but he just shows up. Um, Mac attacks, um, which is a fun phrase, um, but they're no match for the monster. Of course um, not. I love the fact though that there are dudes just firing handguns at this giant fish monster. Oh, they fire everything they
1: can. It's
0: right, Wait, I have a little pistol that'll do nothing to anybody, but hold on, bang, bang, and bang. Then, holy crow. Also, the monster takes one of the jets and, like, wraps its tentacle around it and just flings it into a mountain. Yep. The amount yep. of dudes who are just dying being a member of the monster attack crew is slightly upsetting yep. in, in this
1: yeah show. It's basically the red shirts on Star Trek. Oh, you're part of Mac? Hold on, you're dead.
0: (laughs) You're a background guy? Yeah, you're dead. Some guy comes up with like a tape measure like, oh, are we getting new uniforms? No, no, that's The Undertaker. He's (laughs) measuring you for the gasket. How Uh, come it's so small? There won't be much of you left. Don't worry. Um, I don't like this. This is not good. I think I'm going to put in my two weeks. Don't you want dental? you know like (laughs) exactly Exactly. damn it um so uh they they have the they have the fight the monster comes in and my favorite one of my favorite things about the whole episode is he he his foot like falls next to a building and the entire building just immediately yeah, it just engulfed. explodes yeah it just engulfed in <laughs> flame i just picture some guy like oh no that's the building where we kept all our fire like <laughs> <laughs> oh why did i park the gas truck there oh, No, that's just, that's just literally the firehouse that's where we keep all the fire if you need some fire go down there they'll give you a little bucket with some fire in it and bring you back side. home yeah bring you back home <sighs> So there's a little bit of village destruction, and then Ultraman Leo comes out, and uh, they have a big old monster fight with some some flipping and throwing around. Um, Gen transforms and cuts his uh, cuts the whip off by doing the um, the the rapid move that he learned. Yeah, Um, uses some sort of like laser thing to cut the arm off. Of course, um, of course, yeah. Uh, Well, what good are laser things if you can't be cutting the (laughs) arms off of monsters? And then it dies in like just this big huge smoke explosion but then it stands up as a skeleton as a
1: skeleton
0: and then okay. falls apart dude when that happened I lost my mind really I, I was like
1: wait a second <laughs> I I didn't see it coming I was sitting there going how are you <laughs> well I you gotta figure this leo's so
0: my... crap's gonna be crazy. <laughs> i lost my ever-loving mind when the skeleton stood up and i was like is he gonna have to fight a giant skeleton with a fish head now um but uh, it makes sense if you think about when you see like cats eat fish in cartoons and they just yep. do like and it just pulls out the head with just the skeleton the on it yep. yeah <laughs> that might be what they were going for i don't know i'm gonna but, guess holy mackerel that was phenomenal so then we have the end of the episode where again uh, Momoko Toro and Toro's sister say goodbye, um, and the the again says to the boy like, "Well, what are you going to do now?" Um, and uh, <laughs> he gets adopted by the mayor. The mayor's like, "I'm going to take care of him." Yeah, and yep. Gen's like, "Hey, isn't that great?" And I wanted the kids to be like, "No, this guy's kind of a dick. You've met him before." <laughs> <right?"> <laughs> Didn't you? you didn't uh, work that you uh, in the episode where uh, he yelled at you for almost phone. no reason. Yeah. Like it was just like, well, I mean, granted, yes, it turns out good reason. Uh, somebody went fishing and the monster came <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. He did his arc is redeemed, I suppose, but I he wasn't, he wasn't exactly what you call um, a nice guy. Yeah. He was not what you call subtle. So, no. Um. No. But yeah, and that was uh so he's like, Yeah, my wife is dead, so I'm gonna raise I'm gonna raise this kid. We didn't have, we were never able to have kids. Right. And you're like, right. Oh great. So we inject a little melancholy into the end of the episode. Into our already depressing show, let's get some more depression. Okay. And sure. my favorite thing is this kid, this guy who has never raised kids now has a somewhat troublesome harpoon wielding ten year old to <laughs> do that won't be bad. That won't turn out bad at all. Nope. 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 Was, won't turn, turn, turn going out Going through separation anxiety from losing his parents to a fish monster. It's going to be great. <laughs> I'd like to see what that kid's up to now. Oh God! Right? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, let's do our monster. Ma- what, what, did you, what did you think of this one, Pat? I,
1: I still don't like the fact that everything. Has depression around it, but they are trying to make this thing sillier I guess. Yeah. By just making it so slapsticky that you're like, ah, I guess. Maybe they it's were like, well, you know what? no
0: one's watching it, so let's just do whatever we want. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Nobody cares, God. so we're just going to make this as nuts as they want.
1: Yes, yes, they
0: are. Okay, when we yes. write next week's episode, let's do it on mushrooms. You know. <laughs>
1: See if that helps any, because it you
0: can't hurt. It won't hurt, yeah. As long as Dan Marboshi gets to whack in with a cane a little bit. Um, yeah, we're good. Yeah, so let's talk about Alien Bows. Um, he makes a great radio, by the way. I've heard. Um, I've heard.
1: Good speakers. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, he's 1.87 to 57 meters tall. You can grow right. from 190 kilos to 33,000 tons. He is from the planet Bose because, of course, he is. Of course, he is. Just well, like we're from the his, planet human. That's right. <laughs> the Planet man. Um. Uh. Ultraman Leo episode nineteen. His only appearance. Shocking. Truly. I'm not shocked in the least. Nope. I mean, I couldn't imagine. Oh yeah. It was also <laughs> revealed that he is a um, hundred years ago. Uh, alien Bose arrived on Earth. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Sure. uh intent on conquering it like but instead hung out in the village of Hokkaido yeah, yeah. Got was he lazy? Taking over the earth <laughs> he was uh, like you know I was gonna take over but this is I like it. Here. it's nice it's not bad yeah oh I love the fact that we open up with a like a boat coming into the harbor right and then we close on the just
1: same same boat boat leaving the
0: harbor leaving and of course it's you know the foghorn sound um because we have to establish it's a boat that you're looking at (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) and when did you see at the end the kid is the kid's wearing he's just wearing like the uh the uh i i want to call it a wife beater but that's really not the tank top Tank top? Thank you. I yeah. could not think of the actual sensitive, <laughs> non-crappy way to say that.
1: Mm, um, tank top. <laughs>
0: so Betty or whatever, and he's like, okay, sign, right, goodbye. And what I thought was funny is normally in productions like this, you see the shot of um the people on the boat like waving right. back, but this kid's just waving into the void, and I'm like, no one can hear you. There's a...
1: <laughs> you're also yep. a quarter of a mile away. <laughs> Same thing in, happened in the movie Shazam. The bad guy's giving his whole big speech, and Shazam's, yeah. you know, whatever for. Dude, you're like a mile away, and there's cars and noise, and I can just see your mouth move. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> nice. Nice. Um, Trust me, if you want to see a, a good, silly... Action movie, Shazam is it. It oh, is. Oh, boy, are you going to get letters? <laughs> Listen, I know. I know. I liked Shazam. I thought it was People who are
0: fans of Shazam hated that movie.
1: No, I know. Hated. I know. It. I know. Yeah. I know it wasn't realistic to the comic. I used to read the comic on and off when I was yeah. younger.
0: But for fun
1: aspects of it, oh, it had fun.
0: Yeah, it's on my list. I want to see it. It's one of those yeah, things. Definitely. definitely. Um, but, you know, one of those things. I know. You'll get to it. You'll get to um, it. W- uh, so, yeah, basically that's it. Um, we did get to see a little bit of the, the crew traveling on the boat when mm. uh, Gen sneaks up on him in like a sheet. And they're like, are there ghosts on Hokkaido? And he's like, I don't <laughs> know. Maybe we'll see. And uh, then they started uh, talking about all the food that was in Hokkaido. Of course. Yeah. You know, for for the non love that Ultraman Leo gets, they certainly made a lot of toys. There is a there is a figure you can buy for alien bows. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's I nice could see and that. chunky.
0: I bet it's expensive as hell too. I'm sure
1: it is, consider it's more than twenty years old, more than thirty years, more than forty. What am I saying? It's seventy four. Yeah, keep, keep going up. Forty six years. Yeah.
0: Um but oh we forgot his powers and weapons. He has size change, of the course. whip arm, uh-huh. and um, the explosive step, and water <laughs> adaption. Oh, okay. He can swim. <laughs> Both fresh and soft. Seriously. He has the exact powers of a bull shark. Whoop de doo. <laughs> <laughs> Whoop de doo. All right. Thanks, guys. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, the next episode we're going to deal with as far as Ultraman Leo. Oh, uh, we forgot to say the name of the next episode of the other one, which was really crazy. But this one is called the old Ultra Horror Series, The Mysterious Boy of the Little Bear. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, yeah for Ultraman Z, it's
1: four-dimensional...
0: Capriccio, which yeah. I have no idea what that is. I don't know what a Capriccio is yet, but I'm going to be surprised. I'm not going to look it up because I want it to be I want a, it surprise, to be, a, a surprise, yeah. Um, I don't know what it is. I, I want to say it's some sort mm. of uh, fancy coffee drink, but I don't think it is. Um, <laughs> it also could be some sort of Italian board game. Sure, sure. could be <laughs> well, anything. At this point, it could be point, anything. At this point, it could be anything. Yeah. <laughs> Four-dimensional Capriccio. They sound like uh, they sound like uh uh those pants we uh that everybody wore in the 80s oh, the Capri Yeah yeah <laughs> four dimensional Capri <Cavaricis>. oh. yeah. <laughs> No Capizios were the shoes uh those horrible, okay. horrible horrible and I know people could be like hey those were great no they weren't no they <laughs> no they weren't <laughs> There's a reason that a lot of there's a reason a lot of trends haven't come back and it's yeah. because the really bad ones we we look at and go No, 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 don't bring those. No, that's good. We did it
1: once. We're done now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, let that stay dead. That'll be fine. (laughs) Exactly. Nobody needed that. We knew we didn't need that. Thank you. We knew we didn't need it while we were in it. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Um, uh, I don't think there's any news as as opposed uh, uh, except for we have not received our review copy of um, the Ultraman Ginga box set, mainly because I think. This is the reason. Um, and it's not just us. Other, other reviewers, um, Serial at Midnight, I was in touch with, um, people who normally by now would have had review copies because it's been out right. for two weeks, um, uh-huh. have not received review copies. Um, and I uh-huh. think it is because it was shipped without the booklet and the oh, digital so- code. So I think they realized that um, shortly after they shipped out the stuff to retail, and they were like, oh, we, we should make sure that's fixed before we send re right, copies out, I guess. Um, it's fine and dandy. Um, but, gosh, I would love to see it. Um, yeah, is, yeah, yeah,
1: no, I get it. I get yeah. it completely. And
0: people are like, oh, look, Mill Creek dropped the ball. And it's like, dude, it was it's a manufacturing error. It happens.
1: Yeah, they made
0: a mistake. Because they some they people got Yeah. Some people got well, them. But without like, the one, booklet, yeah. No, no, some people got them with the booklet. Oh. Apparently, okay. it's not. Uh, my guess is probably at the plant, they were like, oh, crap, dudes. The first X amount we made, how come there's? How come we got a big stack of extra booklets? But we don't. Yeah, oh, that's exactly oh, no. what happened. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> that's
1: exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. Leon, you're the booklet <laughs> guy.
0: <laughs> Leon's oh, just asleep in the corner, you know, like. <laughs> Either that or Leon was on vacation, and they did, they're like, "What's Leon do again?" I don't know. No, we don't need anybody to cover his shift then. So, yeah, basically. Oh, so, so although one guy did say he he got it without disc six, uh, like five out of six, and we're like, I, I tell him like, "Hey, man, just I know just send I me the like one a, disc. I sound like a shill for Mill Creek, but I have had problems with stuff I've ordered from. Or I've bought that they've made in the right. past. Um, just dumb stuff. Like, you know, sometimes you get two of the same disc in a two disc set. And they're like, oh, uh, we'll ship it to you, it's fine. When they did the gamma blu-rays, um the subtitling was wrong on one of them. And they were like, uh, that's fine, just we'll send you another one. Oh okay. so they uh-huh. they just resent it. Then they found out that there was another problem with the same movie, and they were like, We'll do it again. And they did. They sent uh-huh. replacements again. Like, they're okay. they're a they're a company who wants to make good product. Um, they're not just the big public domain. Uh, when DVD first came out, Mill Creek was known as a bottom of the barrel label for sure.
1: Uh, all you. public domain
0: you. stuff. Um, right,
1: right. Make a quick buck on it and hope like heck that nobody really sees it yeah. You're not even you. that.
0: It's all. It's all. It's all public domain stuff. So it's like. You could put out whatever you want, but they were all fairly bad prints for the most part. You know, like the 50 horror movie box set, and it would just be like uh, all the you know the, the silent all the silent Lon Chaney movies and stuff like that, right? And right, just right, right, be- Old Bella Lugosi in the Bat, and you know stuff like that. um bella Lugosi meets a Brooklyn gorilla, for instance. Oh, have you ever seen that? Nope, nope. It's rough. I have not. It's I would rough. Think so I yeah, think it's so. rough um but yeah milk. I think Milk Creek's going to do everybody right um they uh yeah if they, in fact they, they were upgrading their movie spree um digital thing and uh you're telling me to wind up yep pretty much okay but I can wind up yeah, but, but they fixed go. that oh yeah it is 11.50 but <laughs> anyway that is it um I want to thank everybody uh, for tuning in and listening tell everybody uh, and all that fun stuff. And on behalf of the Science Patrol, I'm Richard Conroy. And I'm Pat Rooney. Sally Ford. Take care, Rooney. Music for this podcast is provided by Terminal Sunburn. Visit TerminalSunburn.Bandcap.com. Post-production by Casey Kittle for Faces for Radio Productions. Visit us on the web at UltramanPodcast.com or find us on Facebook.